Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hey, welcome back to the hey, Switch welcome Leader back Podcast. To the Switch Leader oh, podcast. here he is. Oh my gosh, he's coming in hot. It's James Meehan, everybody. Man. <laughs> James, I just can't express to you how much I haven't missed you. You know, like oh it's my just so gosh. <laughs> Wow. Great to see you. I'm kidding. I love you. People know I love you. Amen. I do. I know you love me. P- yeah. And right. So it's there. It's just hard. Sometimes it's like it's hard for me to express it. And I don't know if I mean it, but like it's there. And so <laughs> I do want you to know that. Hey, so if you guys haven't figured out, obviously, James Meehan has joined us on today's episode and gonna gonna have a good conversation about follow-up. And so we've had this conversation many times before, but it is going to look a little bit different this time because we're gonna have this conversation from a different perspective. And so I'm gonna hand it off to James and let him kind of start this. And we'll maybe share a little bit of each of our thoughts and experiences along the way. Yep, absolutely. So oftentimes when we talk about follow-up, it's How do you follow up with those new students who showed up to switch, joined your small group to make sure that they know that they are welcome and they are wanted back next week, which is awesome. Today, though, we want to talk about how do you follow up with those students who, because of something that is communicated in the message or something that gets shared in small group, you can tell that God is working deeply in them. So for example, if you are one of those campuses that recently ran the sexuality message. You might have a student who that message hit a little bit different than it did other students. And so how do you continue to follow up with them to lovingly shepherd them closer to Jesus? Or, Or maybe you've got a student who, based on the conversation that took place during our week one of the calling series, where they heard about this God who is a loving father and that they are called to be his child they opened up about how difficult that is to believe because of their relationship with their earthly father. Or or maybe recently you've had a student show up and just talk about how really all of this Jesus stuff, like they're just not buying it. They're not into it. Like they like switch because they like the community, the friends, the fun, all of that. But they're not into, you know, the stuff the Jesus stuff that we're actually all here for. How do you continue to follow up with those students? Now, what I would recommend is the first thing you've got to do is you've got to make note of what it is that's being shared by those students. And, and, And I mean that like literally and figuratively. Like figuratively, you can just make a mental note of, oh, that's really interesting that they said that. I want to make sure that I talk to them more about that later. And then like literally keep track of what's happening in your students' lives. Like I've got a note on my phone that I keep uh, prayer requests and other things that come up in my small group with the different students so that I can continue to be aware and almost like keep tabs on where the guys in my group are spiritually so that I'm not just depending on my own ability to remember it every single week because we have so many things happening in our lives that that is really, really hard to do. I literally keep notes on my students so that I'm aware of the themes and the different patterns that are showing up in their lives and the big things that I know if I just hear it one time, I make mention of it in small group. Maybe I talk to them after the small group uh, one-on-one so I can hear more about it. Like, while that's all really, really good, I want to be a consistent present in the life, a consistent presence in the life of my students. And one of the best ways I can do that is to make note of these things and make sure that in the weeks to come, 
I'm following up and asking about, hey, I remember a couple of weeks ago during this conversation, you shared this. What are you thinking about it now? Has anything changed? Have you felt like God is showing you anything new that you want to talk about? Like whatever it is, I'm here for you. So when it comes to the things that your students share, it's so important for us to make note of it so that we actually can circle back to it later. Right. And I think even just generally where your head is at, what your intentions are is important. So even if you're not thinking about how, what is my plan for following up, just in general, when we're going into something where, like James mentioned, we've got some of those really hard topics. Like if there's a topic that you as a small group leader, you're like, this one makes me squirm a little. Like I'm, <laughs> like I'm a little bit nervous about having this conversation. Well, I think a lot of times we get through those weeks and we go, man, I'm really glad we had that conversation. A lot of students shared some things and got to hear how scripture connects with these conversations or with these topics. But I'm glad that week is over. Like yeah. it's easy for us to get there because they can be really challenging conversations. And as with any topic or thing in life, once you get past a challenging thing, you're not usually looking to go back to it. The issue with that when we're talking about students, though, is that if we have a conversation about a challenging thing, going into the conversation, we knew it was going to be heavy, and then we never address it again. I think we actually have the opportunity to do more harm than good. Yeah. And the reason that that's the case is because rather than circling back to the conversation and saying, hey guys, remember what we talked about last week? I just want to kind of pick back up on that and see what you guys have processed over the last week. If, if I do that, I'm giving it value and I'm making sure they understand this was a really important conversation, so important that I want to circle back and talk about it again and answer any questions that maybe came to your mind over the last week. But if the next week rolls around and it's not even mentioned, we oftentimes are sending the opposite message, Yes, which is, hey, that wasn't that big of a deal. It was just kind of a one-off week where we talked about something hard. Let's move on with our lives. Yeah, I know that as small group leaders, that's not your intention. Like That's not the goal or what you're going for. We just don't always think strategically enough to realize, oh man, I have to be really careful with my own behavior and my own like plan for my group because- based on my own decision-making, I have the chance to either send a message that this matters a lot or send a message that it kind of doesn't. Yes. And so I think just our mindset in general, just remembering we have to be willing to circle back to conversations. And we also need to be doing it because when a student watches a message and they hear something that maybe they've never thought about before, a lot of the stuff that is going to come to their mind isn't going to make it into their mind in the 30 minutes following that message. <laughs> sure. so, so they're going to, you know what I mean? Like they're going to talk about it in small group and they, and you, there'll be some conversation that's brought up, but believe me, as they go home and talk to their parents and talk to friends at school and, and they sit alone and they have time to like, think about what was brought to their attention, they're going to have more questions. Yes. And so if, if we aren't, circling back and like reconnecting and going, hey, now that you've had time, now I want to hear more questions. Now let's talk about it even more. And I know that that's hard to do sometimes because again, it puts us in another position to have what feels like more awkward conversations potentially or hard conversations. As a small group leader, as a follower of Christ, as a leader in any area of your life, 
you are not required to have all the answers. Right. As a small group leader, you are just expected to be available. Yeah. And so you don't have to have all the answers. It's okay for you to say, I don't know. And so I hope that that gives you a little bit of relief in going into those conversations, knowing I'm asking if they got questions. I might have the answer and I might not have a clue, but they're going to know I care. Yeah. And, and I'm going to look into it and see what I can figure out down the road. Yeah. There are going to be nights where something resonates with your students in a way where it's like the light bulb comes on. There's going to be nights where something connects with your students where they are so uncomfortable that they are going to want to retreat and pull away from the things of God. This is why it matters that you as a small group leader are committed to following up with them, to faithfully shepherding them closer to Jesus. I would suggest that first you make note of whatever that thing is that connects with your student, then circle back. And then after you have circled back, what I want to encourage you to do is celebrate progress, celebrate progress. Now, let me be very clear. Progress may not mean in a seven-day span they went from disagreeing with the words of Jesus to wholehearted surrender and complete devotion. Progress may mean, just like what Josh was referring to, that now they're actually willing to ask questions. Progress may mean that they're actually willing to say their honest, full disagreement, not just the little bit they teased out the first time. Progress could be that they're actually willing to wrestle with God in this area. Progress could mean that they actually talked to their parents about whatever the thing is. Progress could mean right. that they're actually the ones that are coming to you because of the fact that you've made note and you've circled back. The thing that's so interesting to keep in mind is that that step of circling back matters so much because it is essential to us actually being able to see the progress that we will eventually celebrate. When you think about the life of Jesus, he circled back repeatedly to the heart of what it means to be a citizen of his kingdom. It's loving God with all we are and loving others the way that he has loved us. He circled back to that over and over and over again because it matters to him. Repetition indicates importance. And so when you are circling back, you're showing your students these things are important and you're helping remind them that we all want forward progress. And again, that forward progress doesn't always look smooth, simple, clean, easy, pretty, or polished. It can be really, really messy. Again, think about Jesus and his disciples. There were some really messy things along the way where Peter in particular totally got it wrong. But when he started to get it right, Jesus would celebrate the progress. So every single week, there's going to be something that we believe that God has for your students. Some of those weeks, it's going to resonate in a really powerful way that's going to draw them closer to the heart of God. Some weeks, it's going to challenge them and make them uncomfortable to the point where they are going to want to pull back. And when that happens, make note of it. Mentally and literally write it down. Then in the weeks to come, begin circling back to it to remind your students that it's okay to share their disagreement, to ask their questions, to indicate the importance of, hey, this thing obviously mattered to you, and I want you to know that it matters to me. And then as progress is being made, celebrate the heck out of it. Because what we know about human beings is that the things that get celebrated are often the things that we want to do more of. I think about something Vince Parker. So Vince is our leader overall of Switch and something he used to remind us of often. He said, hey, progress for some kids 
is that they cussed less this week. Like, <laughs> yes. like he, you know, and it's, it makes you kind of laugh because you're thinking that, I mean, I, I'm really hoping for more progress than <laughs> that. But, but the reality is that I have known a lot of students over the years where progress for them was indeed that they cussed less that week. Right. And I also watched those same students become capacity students by the end of their time in switch. And so it was just progress. I have dealt with some health problems lately and a guy in our church, another pastor in our church, his name is Charlie Letourneau. If you know Charlie, you love Charlie. Amen. And I was texting with him. He's asking me how I was doing. And I just told him a little bit of some progress, but but just ups and downs. And he texted me back and said, progress over perfection. Come on. And man. I thought, I think I can work with that. Yeah. Because perfection for me with my health has felt like a target that is not something I can hit right now. And so when I don't hit it, it can feel really, really discouraging. And I think for a student, if you hold up a target that they can't hit and they keep missing it, it can be really discouraging. But if you can celebrate the little pieces of progress, then I think that we, I think you would be really, really surprised at how much that actually turns into a snowball effect and the progress continues to grow. This is a simple concept, having a plan and deciding, hey, whatever we talk about this week probably needs to be brought back up next week because students are going to have more questions. What other areas of their lives can I be following up in? I need to be making sure that I'm making notes so that I remember what's going on because if it's important to them, it needs to be important to me. We love you guys. We thank you for joining us on the podcast every week and making it important. Make sure that you're sharing it with other leaders so that they're listening and being prepared as well. Thanks for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh.